Here we go, folks. It's our annual list opportunity to talk about pro bowlers on this Lions team. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Hope everybody's having a great Tuesday. It is Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Tuesday, July 18th and a Wednesday, July 19th. Matt Derry with you, your host on Locked On Lions. Been with you since 2016. You guys all know me. Follow me on Twitter at Derry Speaks. Thanks for being here, making us your first listen and checking us out wherever you get your podcasts. Also, shout out to the everydayers who watch us on YouTube, who listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for being with us and supporting the show each and every day. If you have Lion fan friends who have not heard of the podcast, please pass us along to them. Follow us on Twitter, Dairy Speaks, at Locked on Lions on Twitter, on Threads, at The Real Matt Dairy, if you're on Threads now, uh, Matt Dairy Facebook fan page, and yes, on the Locked on Lions YouTube channel. Please subscribe and uh, check us out each and every day. Coming up on the show today, the list is back. Yes. Who has the opportunity to be a first-time Pro Bowler as a Detroit Lion? We've got five, and we'll count them down, starting with number five today, right here on Lockdown Lions. Also, last year, Lions were great on hard knocks. This year's team is whining and complaining about being there. Unbelievable. We'll get into that coming up today. And also, the former savior, the former favorite son at times in this town, Matthew Stafford, Apparently, Bloom is off the rose out in L.A. Out in L.A., excuse me, with Stafford and the Rams. We will discuss that coming up momentarily as well. Rookies reporting tomorrow to Allen Park. All the veterans in by the weekend. Training camp starting next week. Can you believe this? Training camp is starting next week. First open practice to the media, or not to the media, to the fans, July 29th. Football is here. It's awesome. We'll get into it all today right here on Lockdown Lions, but thanks for joining us and being here. Got to give a shout out to some special people, uh, Christy Laporte, Jan Winters. I work with both of these ladies at Financial Architects. Today, we had a little luncheon at work, Christy celebrating 20 years uh, at FAI and Jan 15, even though it's 16 now, but uh, happy to give those uh, friends of mine shout outs today on the podcast i don't even know if they watch the show i know christy's uh, uh brother watches it steve but other than that uh i had to say hi to them as well uh and also turner batdorf for uh, sending me uh, some some warren sharp info we're trying to get warren on the show ryan matthews from pride of detroit will join us tomorrow here on lockdown lions got a few of the things that we are chasing as jim rome used to say uh, here on the show. Remember the old days when Jim Rome was on noon to three on DFN? He he like did really well for a national show. A lot of times these national shows in this town don't do well. Like Howard Stern never beat Drew and Mike. Like never. Uh, Howard Stern was number one in a lot of markets, including New York. But like national shows always had a hard time. Uh, but some odd reason, Jim Rome and even the fabulous sports babe uh, did uh, very well here. I don't know why I'm on this tangent. Let's focus. All right. Every year I do this and now we are here. I count them down from five to one 
five being least likely, one being most likely. Of the five players on this Lions team that I believe have a chance to make the Pro Bowl this year and be first-time Lion Pro Bowlers. Players that are not eligible now, Jared Goff, Frank Ragnow, Amon Ross St. Brown, Panay Sewell, Jonah Jackson. Those guys have all made the Pro Bowl as Detroit Lions. Um, those four guys that made it last year, Jonah made it a couple of years ago. Um, so those are not guys that will be on this list. All right. These are players that have the opportunity for the first time to go as Lions to the Pro Bowl. I don't even know if they play the Pro Bowl anymore. I think they do some sort of skills contest in Vegas, but it's how the players, the coaches, fans all vote on players. You know what I mean when I say Pro Bowlers. Um, so here, 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 here we go. My first player that I'm going to put on this list at number five, and I think we all know who number one is going to be, but number five is going to be Cameron Sutton, the brand spanking new cornerback signed to a three-year, $33 million deal by the Lions this offseason after his first six years in the league with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, Cam Sutton uh, is a guy that in uh, um, six seasons in Pittsburgh, eight interceptions, a fumble recovery, five forced fumbles, two sacks, and he total tackles 168. Cam Sutton um, received a second contract from the Steelers after being a third-round pick back in 2017. Two years ago, he signed for two years and $9 million. He never he never started a ton of games until this past season and really started to come into his own. He's a kid at 28 years old that I believe is going to come to Detroit and be really, really good. Uh, I think in Aaron Glenn's system, with the way that Sutton can play both man and zone, uh, he's a smart player. He's a ball hawk. And the Lions made it a priority this offseason to go out and get this guy and give him big dollars. $11 million a year is pretty good, right? It's not the highest paid cornerback. There's some very good corners in this league that have made the Pro Bowl in the NFC seemingly every year, like Pat Pete, like Darius Slay, and others. But I think Cam Sutton has an opportunity this year to really shine. He's going to be playing around very good players in that secondary, right? In the past, remember, I think it was last year or two years ago, I actually put Amani Oruwarie on this Pro Bowl list. And now everybody's probably looking at me like I'm crazy. And Amani had a horrible year last year. Horrible season. But I thought after a pretty good year in 2021 that he would build off of it. And it was the opposite. With Cam Sutton, it's a proven commodity. This is a player the Steelers did not want to lose. But also, as we know, Pittsburgh does not break the bank for, for their own free agents. A lot of guys have walked over the years, whether it was Chad Brown or, or others. Um, but Cam Sutton's a really good player. And he's in his prime. He's 28. Um, and he's going to be playing around the likes of Mosley, Gardner Johnson, Jacobs, uh, Joseph, Tracy Walker. The linebacking crew in front of him is better. Uh, with Cam Sutton. So I think he has a chance to be a Pro Bowl player, to be a player that gets selected to go out to Vegas or whatever and get recognized. Um, he's exactly what the Lions have needed. Somebody that can make plays in the secondary, somebody who, you know, is not 5'9", not too small. He's 5'11", 6 foot, 188 pounds, played at Tennessee, um, and just continue to get better each and every year with the Steelers. Um, took him a couple of years to get that first interception, 
which he got back in 2020 against the Browns and Baker Mayfield. The last couple of years, he's really started to come on. And um, he's been coached well by Mike Tomlin, that Steelers defense. And I love the signing of Sutton. He was really the first big free agent signing this, this offseason by Brad Holmes. I think he has a chance to be really good. I think he has a chance to make the Pro Bowl. All right. Again, a lot of very good defensive backs in the NFC. A lot of guys that uh, uh, have made it over the over the last few years and make it on reputation. But why not Cam Sutton? Especially this year, if you look at some of the quarterbacks that the Lions are going to be facing. Look, look in the division. Right. Kirk Cousins throws the ball to the other team and you put pressure on him. Justin Fields, we know, does that. Heck, last year, Jeff Okuda pick sixed him in Chicago. Hall of Fields. And Jordan Love in Green Bay, we have no idea. So good opportunity for Cam Sutton. He makes number five on my list. Uh, on Thursday, we will do number four. I'm going to have Ryan Matthews on tomorrow, but on Thursday, we'll do number four. Count it down Friday, number three, and the next week, two and one, and tell you who the most likely players. I think everybody knows who number one is. I'll let you guess. But uh, number five, Cameron Sutton, new Lions cornerback. All right, coming up next, the Lions did something really well last year. And now the New York Jets are about to ruin it. I'll explain coming up next. First, though, I've got to tell you about our very good friends at FanDuel. Baseball season is in full swing. Tigers are hot. Woohoo! Look out. Uh, no better place to get in on the action. Want to bet on the Tigers tonight against the Royals? You might as well. The Royals never win. Go to FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. You just go to FanDuel.com slash on to join today. Go there right now. Lions, over-under win total, nine and a half. Uh, a buddy of mine uh, just told me he was on FanDuel yesterday and put money on the under for the Colts at six and a half. He says, no way they're winning more than six games. So there you go. Don't miss your chance to snag that no sweat first bet up to $1,000. When you join FanDuel today, just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. Locked on Lions for a Tuesday, July the 18th, and a Wednesday, July 19th. Everybody, hope everybody is doing well. Appreciate you listening, checking us out wherever you get your podcasts. And again, uh, we love our everydayers. Uh, we love what Vinny Iyer is doing on Locked on Fantasy. That show is going to be blowing up. Seeing all sorts of fantasy lists. Amon Ross St. Brown not in the top 10. David Montgomery, top running back, some are saying, to draft in fantasy. Uh, it's amazing. And if you think about this, David Montgomery only got three years and six million from the Lions. Kind of a bargain. As now you're thinking about what a guy like Saquon Barkley or even Tony Pollard is asking for. Saquon with the Giants and Pollard with the Cowboys, and they're not getting it. I was listening to Mike Valenti today driving home, and he was talking about paying running backs. And now nobody does it. And now all these Super Bowl teams the last 15, 20 years have had low-budget running backs. Lions got a steal getting David Montgomery for uh, what they got him for. All right, last summer, the Lions were on Hard Knocks. Remember, yours truly even made a cameo with my voice on Hard Knocks when they used one of our clips, which we appreciated. But the Lions did really well on the show. And if you watched the show on HBO and you checked it out, you saw what an organization should do 
when it comes to a behind the scenes show. First of all, the NFL runs that show. They got HBO as a partner and the league really pushed for the lions to be on. And as we told you last year, right on this podcast, the lions basically said, yeah, we'll do hard knocks. Give us a draft. And the lions were, are getting the NFL draft next year. Right? So it was a good give and take, but everybody from Brad Holmes to Dan Campbell, heck, even two, two, two Rod Wood, all of every, everybody on that show played the part. All right. They were willing to have cameras. They were willing to have microphones. They were willing to play along and give the viewer and the Lions fan and the NFL fan something to, to chew on, something to enjoy. Yes, football is about winning. Yes, organizations want to make money. People want to win, all of that. It's also entertainment. So I thought the Lions really, really made themselves look good last year with what they did in hard knocks. The behind-the-scenes stuff, the Aiden Hutchinson singing and dancing, the Jamal Williams speeches, all of those things were great. Coming, Reports are starting to pour in now that the New York Jets, who will be featured on Hard Knocks coming up next month, are pissed. They are not happy. They got chosen. There were only about three or four eligible teams, the Jets, the Bears, I think Carolina, and uh, not Carolina, Jets, Bears, maybe the Saints, I think. And the NFL, HBO, none of the teams wanted to do it. And the and basically the NFL said, Jets, you're going to be it. Now, Jets have Aaron Rodgers now. Uh, there's a big um, will and need to win there in New York with the Jets. The window's pretty short with Aaron Rodgers, and so why not put Aaron Rodgers on it? Robert Sala seems like a pretty entertaining guy. Um, you know, Quinn and Williams just got signed to a big contract. There it is. Jets are going to do it. Reports now are the Jets are furious. The Jets, Aaron Rodgers has said publicly he doesn't want to do it. He said they were forced to do it. What, what's wrong with the Jets? Like, seriously, can't you just suck it up and do what the Lions did last year? Again, can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm giving the Lions some love. The Lions are trendsetters. The Lions are the model. They did a really good job with the show last year. And you know what? It wasn't a distraction. It didn't bother anybody. They didn't go three and 14. They went nine and freaking eight. Cameras and all that didn't matter. And the Jets are whining and complaining about it. Now there are reports. They're not even going to barely cooperate. They're not going to give them full access like the Lions did. What a bunch of garbage. Seriously. Shout out to the Lions for just sucking up and doing it. And embracing it. The Jets are acting like a bunch of wusses, man. Aaron Rodgers, I don't want to do it. Oh, shut up. You know, you know Aaron Rodgers loves the camera. I'm gonna, I, I hope the Jets fall flat on their face. Nobody in New York cares about the Jets either. That's a Giants town. That's big blue town. The Jets are a second-class citizen, and now they're acting like it with this hard knocks thing. Thumbs up to the Lions. They did it right. All right, the Lions seem to be happy with their quarterback situation. Guess what? The Rams reportedly are not. Wait until I tell you this story. Coming up next right here on Lockdown Lions. All right, folks. Colin Cowherd from Fox Sports and Fox, Fox Sports Radio, FS1. 
Colin Coward is pretty connected out in Los Angeles. And he said on his radio show today, this morning, um, this is pretty funny, about Matthew Stafford. This is according to Colin Cowherd. The Herd says Stafford declined the Rams' request to redo his contract. Quote from Cowherd, I was told by a source I trust that they wanted to redo his contract. Remember, he signed for, what, four years and $160 million when he went to the Rams via trade with the Lions, of course. He wasn't interested, says Cowherd. It limits what they can do, and they were frustrated with him. End quote. Woo-hoo, boy. How about that? Now, Rams Chief Operating Officer Kevin Demoff has come out and debunks the rumors around Stafford. Demoff states, and this is according to Holden Cantor of CBS Sports and the Pac McAfee Show. By the way, tell Evan Fox from the McAfee Show, because I've hit him up a couple times. We'd love to have him on. Um, He's a big Lions fan. Quote, there was no need to restructure. If we wanted out of Matthew's deal, we could have walked away. Matthew's dollars after 2022 are not guaranteed. Wow. All right. So the Rams debunk. Uh, Media trying to inject narratives that are not there. So who do you believe? The Rams, who are trying to pour pour cold water on this report, or our guy Colin Cowherd, who said the Rams are frustrated with Stafford because they wanted to redo his deal to go get other players, and Stafford would not do it. Here's the thing. All right, I'm not going to sit here and bash Matthew Stafford. I don't know if I believe Colin Cowherd's report or not. Part of me doesn't blame Stafford. He restructured his deal numerous times for the Lions, and it didn't help. <laughs> um, but the bloom is off the rose with Stafford, and here's why. He's getting up there in age. He's not as healthy as he used to be. And last year was an utter disaster for L.A. And they seem to be on borrowed time right now. There were Sean McVay retirement rumors. Sean McVay went to go to TV rumors. And so now this year you look at it and you go, Stafford's going to have to perform and bounce back and play at the level of the 2021 Matthew Stafford. Um, Coward's not just going on his show and making stuff up. But the love affair between all seven Rams fans and Stafford might be coming to an end, especially if they get off to a bad start again this year. Look, Rams won the trade by getting Stafford and immediately winning the Super Bowl. All right. Some of you can go, oh, the Lions got all those first round picks. They got all they got Jared Goff. Yes, the Lions did well in that trade. But when you trade for a player and you win a championship, you win the trade. I don't care if it's in the NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL. You trade for a player, no matter what goes back. And look, you could say that both sides, both sides did well, but you get a player and he comes in and helps you win a Super Bowl and delivers in the biggest game ever, you win the trade. The Lions did very well there, but I could see a scenario where things start going south 
with Stafford in LA. I think Matthew has something to prove. He was very banged up last year. He didn't start off well and then had the shoulder problems and, and everything else. And his offensive line was brutal. And it's still not what it was two years ago. Uh, but Stafford now will have, will have a little bit of chip on his shoulder. And certainly somebody will pass along this report to him and see that national media and pretty, pretty respected national media like Colin Cowherd kind of stirring the pot a little bit. And we'll see how Stafford responds. Ryan Matthews, senior editor from uh, our friends at prideofdetroit.com, going to join us tomorrow. Thanks for checking us out wherever you get your podcast back tomorrow, right here on Locked on Lions. Thanks, everybody.